0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome, everyone. Oh, no, it is not Emotion Devotion. We are Emotion Monday. (laughs) All right, how is everyone doing tonight? We're just going to go ahead and jump in. I have no blog for tonight, so this is Purely Jesus tonight, so I thank you guys for tuning in. And if I'm looking tired, I am. Listen, um, it's been a long weekend, active weekend, so I'm just gonna go ahead and just put my uh little disclaimers or my little Introduction out here. So, welcome to emotion Monday. It's been a while since I've been on here to uh speak with you guys, and uh, been a while since you see my face alive. So, I just want to welcome you back to emotion Monday. And really, what emotion Monday is, it's a play on words, it's electronic motion. Uh, God has given me this to just come on here on Mondays and just um, discuss and, you know, provide healing words to provide confirmation words, um, even provide some warning words sometimes, which is what's going to go on tonight. Um, and pretty much he says that, you know, you never know what someone goes through uh, through the weekend or through the week and um, people need a push, you know, people need a push, people need some confirmation, people need some inspiration, some encouragement to get through their week. Um, some direction as well. So this is what this is. And I want to welcome my podcast listeners. This does upload and stream to my podcast, the songs of my emotions podcast. And I thank God for the podcast and the listeners and those that tune in all over the world for um, to listen to these Jesus nuggets that are dropped fresh (laughs) that's what i say they are jesus nuggets so i thank you guys for tuning in i won't prolong this any longer we're gonna go ahead and jump into um this or what i have to say in this discussion so let the healing begin all right so welcome guys um to emotion monday um so we're just gonna go ahead and get with the topic i'm gonna put um show it streaming uh, down here. How thirsty are you? I have no blog. So this is purely uh, from what, um, you know, from God's heart. (laughs) So, um, you know, I haven't been on here for a while, you know, just to give you guys a little um, insight of what's going on. (laughs) Haven't been on here in a while. um, And I was getting into the Psalms and everything. And then God kind of stopped me um, from which I will be turning that into devotion. So we're still going to be talking about the power of the psalm, but it's going to be for emotion devotion. But um, God just wanted me. He, you know, sometimes when God gives you uh, an assignment or uh, things for you to do or to say, if you're doing it purely for God, you have to get ready for God to uh, change the script as far as the direction He wants you to go at any given moment and um he reminded me to you know cuz i was getting so comfortable with the blogs i was hiding a little behind the blogs to get on here and speak truly you know the blogs are from him you know i write you know but that's a gifting of mine so i can write but he just said to get on here because god is doing just something so um, just so much in the earth, you know. And for those that are, you know, prayer warriors that are uh prophets and you know preachers, you sense that something is shifting in the earth. If you are truly in tune to God and truly in tune to what he's saying, God is doing something uh miraculous in the earth, and he's causing his voices to speak, you know. You have to be obedient, you know, to speak. So I'm I'm doing my part and I'm being obedient. So Uh, What I'm going to talk about today is pretty much a clarion uh, call, right? It's a clarion call. How thirsty are you? So um like I said if I look like I'm tired I am. <laughs> um my uh pastor had a wonderful event this weekend and um I am pooped. I am tired. <laughs> um I and I didn't even attend all of it. You know I missed Friday, but I attended, you know, the, the prayer on Saturday and service, you know, cuz it's pen, it was Pentecost Sunday. We celebrated the birthday of the church and you know just that's when the spirit is high the spirit is going so um me being a servant to with to my church you know so i had to work so <laughs> i am tired and on top of that when i tried to go to sleep god awakened me and had me in a prayerful state so and this is what we're going to talk about so i had to draw you guys in to talk about this how thirsty are you so you guys know i'm a definition girl i'm a definition woman you know we're gonna go ahead and get into what the definition of thirsty is um i have my phone right here um so they have a couple of de- definitions here is uh feeling a need to drink or having or showing a strong desire for something having or showing a strong desire for something you know, for you guys out there, what are you thirsty for right now in this season? What are you thirsty for? You know, are you thirsty to um, just be at a certain uh, height in your career? Are you thirsty for money? Are you thirsty, you know, for power? Are you thirsty for fame? You know, but I want to tell you one thing, God wants us thirsty for him. And I mean, all seriousness, everybody don't want to hear this. This is not a popular message. This is nothing to make anyone feel good, you know, but God wants everyone, you know, the Christians, those that proclaim him, that say, hey, God, I love you. He wants you to be thirsty for him. And so I'm going to lead you guys to what, um, you know, God shared with me on a dream. So, um just to bring you guys into up to date. So what happened was um, how I got this. uh, So let's see. (laughs) Yes. Reconciliation and peace. Amen. You know, I, I, Hey, who don't want reconciliation and peace. Right. So how I came up with um, well, what I'm talking about now, like I said, I'm just free flowing right now and, and letting God speak. Um, I listen to a lot of music, right? So I don't know before I went to bed I was like I haven't listened to classical music in a while, you know Because that I used to listen to it a lot, you know to rest to relax To, you know, have me sleep. So, you know, like with beethoven and mozart and all of that stuff like i'm a music person like for real and Um, I asked, you know, of course, I usually have sleep sounds playing like rain and, you know, things. But this time I had played classical music. So I slept throughout the night really good. And then at 540 in the morning, I woke up to a song. It was a funeral song you know, anyone's familiar with classical music or Mozart or anything. Um, There's a piece that he has written that was a Requiem Mass, which basically is a funeral song. He didn't write it for him. He wrote it. He was commissioned to it, Um, but he wrote it, but he wrote it at a time where he was near death, right? And so the words are so piercing. I mean, even if you hear it, it's in Latin, but even if you hear it, it just resonates with your spirit. And it rattled me, you know, out of my sleep. It ratt- literally rattled me. And I just went into prayer, you know, and just started canceling, you know, funerals. Because you guys know that we are living in a crazy time where death is just running so rampant in the land. You know, there are children being shot down. There are just people being shot down in the street. There is so much killing There is So, I mean, and without a care, there is so much going on in the world right now. So there are so many funerals, you know, going on in the world right now. And so I'm just listening to it, right? And I'm just like, you know, God, what are you saying? So as I'm praying and as I'm interceding and telling, you know, asking God, cancel the funerals, cancel the funerals, you know, because I know what the song means. I read the lyrics before, so I could not rest. I still couldn't go to sleep. And then, you know, he kind of he he told me, you know, well, that is the plan of the enemy is to kill off whatever that the, 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 uh, kill them off before they can have a chance to repent and turn to him. Have a chance to repent and turn to Jesus, right? So I'm just like, wow. So he said, that is the scheme, that is the plan. And I mean, it sounds just uh, simple and what we're teaching, but we're just in this age and in this hour where we have to take this stuff seriously, like seriously, like it's been shaking me, you know, and just all it's been about is prayer. I've been covering, you know, the country, covering the United States. It goes so much deeper, you know, than what we are seeing. And sometimes we get so caught off guard and what's happening that we're not praying, that we're not standing our guard, that we're not making sure that our house is in order, right? That we're not making, we're not making sure that our heart is right, that we're not making sure that we're in that we're not making sure that we're in our purpose, that we're in, you know, what God wants us to do, that we're not in our position, in our posture, you know, and all of this is just showing that we're not ready. We're not ready and we're not equipped, right? You know, and we're asking, you know it's weird, um my um pastor you know the he called the, the the weekend of Pentecost, you know it was the poor, it was the poor, and so even when I was sitting in service, right, um God was telling me you know just or Friday um I, he was saying that I'm not gonna pour because you you you, you know the church isn't thirsty enough, not thirsty. So when I just read what I just read, what the definition of thirsty was having or showing a strong desire for something. So basically what God is saying is that we're not being we don't have a strong desire for him yet. And when you think about and knowing the attributes of God and who he is, God always supplies a need. Right. So when you think about pouring. That's a large amount of whatever it is. That's a large amount. That's a large volume being poured out at once. So when something is poured out in that matter, that means there is a need. That means there is a deficiency. That means there is dryness. That means that it's just something that is in desperate need, right? So what he was saying was that there's not a desperate need yet. So I'm going to combine these two together because they go together. So as he was saying and unveiling the plans of the enemy, you know, and then he said, OK, I'm not pouring because we're not we're not thirsty. Now, we're not on one accord with the thirst. You know, I'm talking about the believers here. We're not on one accord with the thirst, because when we become one accord with the thirst, then people then the poor could come out. I could pour my spirit out on people because and then they will be strengthened and then they will be able to do the work. So. It just goes together. If we, if he, we are, we're getting trinkets right now. We're getting sprinklers where we are not really experiencing the fullness of what God wants to release out on the earth. On his people. Because once he releases out the fullness of what he wants to release, this is where we'll be able to intercede in what the devil is doing. Right. And what the enemy is doing. Right. So we have to know that we have to be in place. Our. Our you, how thirsty are you? That's pretty much, you know, what this is all about right now. I am commissioning, you know, and I am just pleading and I am just praying, you know, that we all just have the ones that say that, hey, you know, God is my protector. He is my provider that we become thirsty. And I wondered about that when he said, we're not thirsty enough. So it kind of scares you and shakes you to a bit because it's like, well, God, what does that mean? Like, what will make us thirsty, right? What will make us thirsty? What will you have? What will you deprive? What will you take away that will cause us to have such a cry out (laughs) in the earth for you? So you think about it. What does he have to do? What will it take? What will it take for us to get in place and get on one accord and be so thirsty for him so that he can pour out his spirit so that we can have and be equipped for what we need to fight? I'm telling you, y'all, this is heavy and this is serious business because I kind of just was in a place where you know we had the pandemic and before you know feeling that uneasiness feeling that um just something's going to happen you know and I'm feeling it again and i'm just like god what what will it take it's like these things happened and we 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 sunk back into routine and things that we we continue to want to do you know, we've come into a time and, and I see that we're just all worried about ourselves. Worried about, God, what are you going to do for me? What are you going to do for me? What are you going to do for me? And anything that God does for you is bigger than you, right? It's bigger than you. It's bigger than, you know, what you want to do. It's bigger than the money that, you know, he, he may give you. It's bigger than that. It's so much bigger. What he will release is what will be needed for the earth. It's bigger than us, right? One be to things we are doing before we have not repented. And right, we went back to the things we were doing before we have not repented. How long? How long will God tarry with us? How long? It's about the souls. Yes, it's all about the souls. Who, how long will God tarry with us? Nobody wants to talk like this. Nobody. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to get in so much, <laughs> you know, as the, the the Mondays go on. You know, I'm going to touch on trauma. I'm going to touch on uh, this this underlying witchcraft that has crept into the church, right? That has crept in and people are making it okay. Right, so I'm gonna talk about these things, you know, and I believe that the church has been traumatized as well. You know, we we didn't think that God will shake the church, we didn't think that God will shake and stop us from coming in the building. We didn't think that (laughs) we didn't think that we just thought things were gonna be as normal, the world is gonna do what the world's gonna do, and and that's it, but God has called us to be in the world, but not of the world, but he's caused us to be in the world for a reason. We are to be the light. We are to be the salt. We are to be, you know, what changes people, what converts people to know him on another level, right? So again, how thirsty are you? How how desperate are you for God? God all by himself, not God, his hand, God, his blessings, God, what he can do for you, God, what ministry you going to give me, God, this, God, that, no, God, all by himself. How thirsty are you for the father? This is what he's been trying to get out of his people from the beginning. How thirsty are you? Just for him being who he is and don't have to do a thing for you. How thirsty are you to just be honored to be in his presence? How thirsty are you? I don't care about this other stuff. Right? I care about people being right and being in a place and not opening up their eyes in hell. Right? I care about that. You know, you have to, 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 I mean, it's just, I, sometimes I feel like I'm in a twilight zone. I really do. I really do. And a big extent is I don't think we've taken the time out. Yes. Like the deer pants, pants for the water, my soul, you know, thirst after him. You have to, yes. Yes that thirst, that thirst. And then I want to add that even to It's the one, it's something about a thirst. It's something about like a thirst proceeds, you know, God, what God wants to do in the earth. Like, and I thought about when Jesus, you know, when he was on the cross and he, the last thing that happened was he was thirsty before he let go of it, before he let go of his spirit. He was thirsty. He had to go to the most desperate place, be in the most desperate place naturally. You know, I mean a place where God, where are you? He this is Jesus we're talking about. God, where are you? Why did you leave me here? You know, in that desperate where he's calling out to this is Jesus. This is half, this is God and, and, and flesh, right? This is God. And, where are you? Where are you? That death, and then he was able to let like that part. That part, and I don't think we know how serious this is. Y'all, we got to wake up. We got to wake up. We got to wake up. (laughs) We got to wake up. How thirsty are you? How thirsty are you? So, look, I'm gonna read you guys. You know, let me, you know, when I was talking about the funeral song. I'm going to read you guys the lyrics. I hope I'm not even just going to cry, you know, reading these lyrics. Because, you know, I shared it with my sister and she agreed. You know, it was so prophetic. You know, um, I've heard, I've read the words before. It, it, was, it always shook me. But I'm going to read you guys the words of this funeral song, right? So let me get... Uh, and people want to text and ask questions and things when you know, of course, when I'm on here. <laughs> so let's see. Um uh, let me find out. I'm sorry. It's messages. Okay. So it's like I said, you guys can go listen to it on YouTube. It's Mozart's uh Requiem Mass. But you know, here is the and it's kind of long a little bit. Um what is saying, um, grant them eternal rest, O Lord, and may perpetual light shine on them. Thou, O God, are praised in Zion, and unto thee shall the, the vow be performed in Jerusalem. Hear my prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. Grant them eternal rest, O Lord, and may perpetual light shine on them. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ have mercy upon us. Lord have mercy upon us. Day of wrath. That day will dissolve the earth in ashes as David and the Sibyl were witness. What dread there will be when the judge shall come to judge all things strictly. A trumpet spreading a wondrous sound through the graves of all lands will drive mankind before the throne. Death and nature shall be astonished when all creation rises again to answer to the judge. A book written in will be brought forth in which is contained everything that is out of which the world shall be judged. When therefore the judge takes his seat, whatever is hidden will reveal itself. Nothing will remain unavenged. What then shall I say wretch that I am? What advocate entreat to speak for me? when even the righteous may hardly be secure. For e- when even the righteous may hardly be secure. King of awful majesty, who freely saves the redeemed, save me, O font of goodness. Remember, blessed Jesu, that I am the cause of thy pilgrimage. Do not forsake me on that day. Seeking me, thou didst sit down weary, that thou didst redeem me, Suffering death on the cross, let not such toil be in vain. Just and avenging judge, grant remission before the day of reckoning. I groan like a guilty man, guilt reddens my face. Spare a suppliant, O God. Thou who didst absolve Mary Magdalene and didst hearken to the thief, to me also hast thou given hope. My prayers are not worthy, but thou in thy merciful goodness grant that I burn not in everlasting fire. Place me among thy sheep and separate me from the goats, setting me on thy right hand. When the curse have been confounded and given over to the bitter flames, call me with the blessed. I pray in supplication on my knees. My heart contrite as the dust. Safeguard my faith. Mournful that day when from the dust shall rise guilty man to be judged. Therefore, spare him, O God, merciful Jesu. Lord, grant them rest. Lord Jesus Christ, King of glory, deliver the souls of all the faithful departed from the pains of hell and from the bottomless pit. Deliver them from the lion's mouth. Neither let them fall into darkness nor the black abyss swallow them up. And let St. Michael, thy standard bearer, lead them into the holy light, which once thou didst promise to Abraham and his seed. We offer unto thee this sacrifice of prayer and praise. Receive it for those souls whom today we commemorate. Like I said, this is deep and this is long, y'all. <laughs> Allow them, O Lord, to cross from death into life, which once thou didst promise to Abraham and his seed. Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabbath, heaven and earth are full of the glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who cometh in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. Lamb of God, who taketh away the sins of the world, grant them rest. Lamb of God, who taketh away the sins of the world, grant them everlasting rest. May eternal light shine on them, O Lord, with thy saints forever, because thou art merciful. Grant the dead eternal rest, O Lord, and may perpetual light shine on them with thy saints forever, because thou art merciful. Woo! That sounds like a lot of, like I said, of repenting, of pleading. It sounds like thirst, right? Thirst, pleading, God help, God help me. I know I'm not right. And God is saying, we're not there yet. How long will he toil with us? So this is just basically a heart check, uh, you know, a prick right now (sighs) to just really take this seriously. We don't want to get into a place where where we're in the pandemic, where warnings were being shot out. And then when it happened, oh, didn't nobody say anything. There were a lot of warnings, but ears just got closed all of a sudden. We don't want to hear that. It's not, we don't want to believe it, but what is written and what is written and what is said is what is said through his servants, right? So we have to take heed to these warnings. No, we may not like it. God has never done a thing for us to like anything, you know, and being in that place in God and in God, in that worship and that presence of God, we get the reward of peace. We get the reward of peace. And that don't mean we have peace when everything is all right. We have peace because we know at the end of the day, we know at the end of the day who run this mamma jamma. We know at the end of the day who has power. We know at the end of the day that everything works together for our good, according to those who love the Lord. So if you love him, you have nothing to worry about. And I mean, love him. There's fruit to loving God. You know, you treat people right. You have a peaceful and and, and fruitful disposition. You know how to treat people right. There's fruit to that. Fruit inspection, and it's been fruit inspection time for a while now. God has been inspecting each and everybody's work. That said, that they that they've done it for God. He's inspecting, been inspecting, inspecting your work, everything that you say. Oh, I'm doing this for God. I'm doing it. He's inspecting it. He's inspecting your heart. He's inspecting your intent. He's inspecting your motives behind it. Even if you didn't tell anybody, you know, just out outwardly what it is or what's behind it, you want to make money, it don't matter. It's his heart. We don't even know what's in our hearts. The heart is deceptive. Who knows it? God knows. So we better start asking God, What's in there that doesn't line up to what, you, what you're what you trying to do in the earth and what you want me to do. Start asking God to search our hearts. Because we don't know what's in it. We really don't. So we have to ask those tough questions. God, what's in my heart? Why am I doing this? Is this truly for your glory? Is this truly... For the souls, is it truly to help people out? Is it truly to bring people to you? And a lot of people won't agree with it. You know, a lot of people, you're not gonna get a lot of amens. You're not gonna get a lot of, you know, just support. You're not gonna get all of that. You're not gonna get a lot of anything, right? But the whole thing is the key is obedience. We we got to. Hey, it's time to fight. It's time to strap up and fight, right? And there's not a lot of soldiers out there, you know, that's going to go to battle and go to war for him. Not because it's not popular right now. It's not popular to go to war for God right now. It's really not. It's not popular to say what he wants you to say. It's not popular. This message ain't popular. Because, you know, nobody's pushing. Be thirsty for God. Don't be thirsty for me. Be thirsty for God, right? I don't want nobody thirsty for me. I'm gonna point you straight to Jesus. Don't uh-uh, don't do that. Don't be thirsty for me. Be thirsty for God. Be thirsty for that. Be thirsty for what He wants you to do. To change people's lives, to change people's heart, to heal. We're in that season. And he's like, and if you guys notice, he's taking like little. By little by little out. Look at these gas prices. Look at these grocery prices. Look at all of this. It's like, it's like restricting us, like, <laughs> and it's not, we ain't even got to the tip of the iceberg yet. It's like so much, it's stuff just coming. It's coming. It's stuff is coming. And we got to be right. He not. That pandemic was a time for us to get our stuff together, to get our focus straight. It happened, you know, it blew up like that in 2020 and everyone was talking about, oh, well, you know, it's not the year of vision. Yes, it was. It was a time to see right. And if you ain't seen it right, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what God has to do. Right. Right. But it's, I'm telling you, and I get on here, you know, I usually have my blog, but this is how God has been wanting me to come on here and speak in this season, you know, or right now. He wants me to just get on here, speak what he wants, share the warnings, you know, that he wants me to share. And he, and this is the thing, he wants a people that are thirsty for him so he can pour out his spirit so he can pour out his spirit. We got to be so desperate for him. So if you want change, change your appetite. You want to see God do miracle signs and wonders? Change your appetite. Don't be thirsty for the things that are out there that are just, I mean, these are just earthly things. Could you guys imagine what heaven can provide can you imagine what heaven has in store, what the eternal place has in store? And I'm not saying we wait there. We we can bring heaven here. Y'all know we can, yeah, we can bring heaven here. <laughs> you know, and that's pretty much what, what he wants. You know, it's, I don't know. I don't know. How thirsty are y'all? How thirsty? I'm thirsty. I am thirsty. I want God to pour out his spirit. I want him to. And the trinkets that we are getting is because of the cries of the intercessors, those that are praying, you know, God, where are you? God, you know, please help, please. Cause we feel, we feel the constrictions, you know, we feel the pressure, we feel the weight of what he wants to do. And some of us can feel, you know, how he feels. We feel his heart. We feel his heartbreaking. We feel um, just his dissatisfaction. We feel his disappointment. You know, he wanted so much for us and we just keep on messing up time and time and time again. Yes, he loves us. He gives us grace and mercy but we can't rely on that because there's only a a, a limit to that but he wants us to cry out to him and want him more than anything that that has been the plan from the beginning and god had been dealing with me for a long time to in genesis you know to read genesis look through genesis because that's the plan From the beginning, you know, and we've got so far away from the original intent of God. I mean, we didn't, it didn't got perverted from the intent of God. It's refreshing to hear the level five to warn and instruct to go after those that he loves and be the light. Amen. Yeah, because I don't see it. I don't see it. God has raised me up to be bold you know, I don't care what's popular. I don't care if only two people on here. I don't care. I don't care because you never know what ears it's going to touch. And I'll let you guys know one thing. We're so wanting the accolades and to see who we affect. You never know. You know, when you get up there and and I always say this to people, do what God tells you to do. Stop counting. Stop counting who you're affecting. Stop the count. Stop. Because when you get up there, God's going to show you your highlight reel. We're so worried and concerned about Facebook highlight reels, social media highlight reels. What highlight reel matters is the one that he's going to show you when it's all said and done. He's going to show you, you know, who did you, who life that you impacted, what soul was saved. And right now, some of you, if you're really just, just doing things for God and and, and somebody has watched you, you have saved somebody you don't even know. You have turned somebody to God. You know, somebody might've been turned off, you know, by other people and saying that they love God and the father. And then, you know, then they see you and it made them go back to church. It made them get back in their word. It made them pray more because they see you praying. You know, it made them, because you adore God so much, well, I want to see, what 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 is this all about because i see the peace and love that she has i I want it too right so we never know we just have to keep going you know and not be intimidated and not be tempted by what the world offers because it's nothing it can burn up and it's nothing money can burn up houses can burn up cars can burn up it can all burn up right so what's at what lasts is is, is God. He's the only thing that remains and will stay. He's been here. He's always been here. He's been here before. He's the ancient of days. He's been here, right? And he created you. That's the whole, oh, Jesus. He created you. Why do we do our creator like that? Ooh, ooh, I felt that. Why do we do our creator like that? you wouldn't have what you have if he haven't created you you wouldn't be able to speak and you know do the things that you're doing using talent using gift if he hasn't created you if he didn't give you hands if he didn't give you a mouth if he didn't give you a voice box if he didn't give you ears if he didn't if he didn't give you any how but we don't think like that. I wrote a poem and I'm working on a poetry book, you know, that he has commissioned me to do and i mean serious about it. And what I wrote is like, we get in this mode where he's our creator and it's like, once he's created us and we're in this space, it's like, God, okay, I, I got it from here. I, I I know what I'm supposed to do now. I got it from here. I don't need you. no. That's when you need him more. You know, he don't just, you don't just get here and then do what you want to do. You have to rely on him because he know how you, how you work. He knows how you function, right? He knows how you work and he knows how you function. Why do we do our creator like that? Why are we not thirsty for him? And and some, it's just, it, 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 a lot of it is lack of knowledge. But why wouldn't you want to get to know somebody that created you like you? Like, (laughs) I mean, so perfectly. You're perfectly balanced. You can walk, you know. And I mean, just if you think about things, sometimes it doesn't even make sense how you can walk. Our legs can hold us up. You know, our arms are perfectly spaced to, to give us balance. You know, our head, where everything is placed at, where our brain is at, where our voice box is at, how we eat, how our digestion system is. It's truly a miracle. It's a miracle. And we take it for granted. To just be, to just live. We take it for granted. And we can't be thirsty for a God that creates something like this. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. slap in the face a slap in the face a slap in the face we can't be grateful for that and just obey his instructions listen this is not the time to play around if you're not in purpose you know seek him for it seek it's it's time out for running it's time out for you know running for what you're supposed to do you will find peace in what you're supposed to do right you will find peace in that so how thirsty are you how thirsty are you would you rather have him than anything else that's what he wants plain and simple That's what he wants. And I just came on here to say that simple fact. He wants you thirsty so he can pour out his spirit. I mean, in a major way. But we're not thirsty. I mean, I heard it so clear. He said, I only, he said, what other reason will I pour? I will only pour for those that are thirsty. And as the church being one body, we have to be on one accord being thirsty. Because we're one, we're one body. He's not just gonna pour water on the hand, pour water on the foot, pour water on the head, pour water on the stomach. You know, you can all no, he wants to pour that will cover and drench the whole body from top to bottom. That will wash the body from top to bottom. And, ooh, that's another thing. Ooh, the Holy Ghost is speaking. That will wash. He wants to pour it also to wash us, the body, from top to bottom. We've been dirty. We've been doing things that we've been wanting to do. And it just goes back to, you know, when the, the Israelites, they wanted, they wanted a king. That was a slap in the face to God. A slap. I'm not good enough. I'm not your king. Why would you want a person? Because everyone else got a king. Now we want one too. And he let them have it. That don't mean he was satisfied and happy about it. But he let them. And that's the same with, you know, when we come into a building. to As a church to worship him. We're not treating that right right so and it was never supposed to be that way you know we're supposed to gather you know we're and i have the you know we're supposed to gather we're supposed to worship god we're supposed to do all of that but it's 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 the way that we you know pervert things god is trying to take us back he's trying to take us back to the original intent he gave them what they desired. Got to be careful with those desires. Look, what are you? Are you thirst? Look, that's a thirst. You thirsty for that? We have to make sure that we're we're. I mean, thirsty for all the wrong things. Desiring and being thirsty. Our thirst has changed to things of what the world is doing. What is and What the next person is doing? Right. Thirsty. Thirsty. And you know, the thing about when you when you drink like sugary drinks, you know, you drink a Pepsi or, you know, it could be Kool-Aid, fruit punch, whatever it is. The thing is, what happens when you when you keep on? with that's all that you drink? What happens? right what happens when you drink all of that what happens is that it's sugar it's sugar it's liquid it'll quench your thirst for maybe about what 20 minutes or so and you're thirsty again yup may may be good to you but not good for you in the long run that's it because when you keep on drinking that juice because you desire because i'm thirsty and you keep on drinking that all of that sugar You know, then it's intoxicating your body. Then here comes diabetes. Here comes all these blood-related issues. Then you're getting fat, cholesterol issues. It's breaking down your body, but you're still thirsty. But It keeps you thirsty. It keeps you thirsty. But the thing about thirsting after God is like drinking a nice cool glass of water. Yeah, you'll be thirsty again. But it is something about that water, what it does to the body. That water helps your organs run good. That water helps just give you nutrients. It makes your face clearer. It helps your your hair grow. It's it's a purpose, right? He alone satisfied with great side effects. Yes, that's good. I like that. (laughs) He alone satisfied with great side effects. But because water is not what we want, you know, it's not the most exciting taste. It's not exciting. It's water. (laughs) You know, there's nothing special to it. It's not no razzle dazzle sprinkles added to it. It's water. But I would rather drink that. You know, even though, and and you can get addicted off of that sugar. That would you know drinks and stuff like that you can get addicted from the sugary drinks so when you desire after a thing other than god you get addicted and it's hard to break that addiction do you guys know sugar is worse than crack cocaine (laughs) seriously it's the worst thing to get addicted to is sugar i know this i can testify to the fact i'm trying to kick that sugar demon to the curb right you know i don't want the sugar to control me so sometimes we let these things control us and we don't know it you know it's 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 something unaware of what we do you know the fame the um you know people you know the attention you know it's not necessarily just money so it's the the people the accolades the it's it's all of that the the um you know, just just all of that. Some people are thirsty, you know, for attention. You know, so it's it's all bad. It's bad. <sighs> so, oh, that went by really fast. It's six fifty already, y'all. Y'all know I stay on here <laughs> no longer than an hour, but I I pray that this helped in some kind of way. Like I said, um, this is a little unorthodox, and God just wanted. I haven't been on here in a while. God just wanted me to get on here. Um, just to really just say that, just how, you know, ask that, how thirsty are you? He wants a people that are so thirsty for him, thirsty to do whatever it takes to save his people, you know, whatever it takes, you know, to, to, to fight for the souls in this world to fight you know, we can't be so wrapped up and concerned with ourselves that, you know, we can't help what he, you know, what he is. Hey, this Christianity, this Christian living, it's not a cakewalk. It's really not, but it's rewarding. It's a good labor. It's a good labor. You know, I'm honored. You know, you got a God that will back you. You know, you got a God that will send legions of angels down you know at the at the just calling of his name you say jesus that's it it's settled it's done (laughs) i believe that you know you have a God that i'm in good protection system good security system just because you want him and nobody else he'll cover you right nobody's talking like this nobody is it's a harley it's a remnant that's talking like this and that's what you know Hey, that's the remnant, the ones that are going with them. That's the remnant, <laughs> you know, those that I'm not ashamed to talk about him. I'm not ashamed to, um, you know, just be that advocate for him, you know, and it's not for a purpose. I'm not doing it so that I'm like, oh God, you're going to elevate me in some, and you know, someday and some, nope, I, you know what? Truth be told, I don't even want that. I just want to glorify and satisfy God. I just want to do what He wants me to do, right? <laughs> so I'm just gonna get off of here. I thank you guys for joining in. Um, please tune in. Um, I'm gonna really try to do a psalm. Um, the power of the psalm. Like I said, that's gonna be for emotion devotion. I'm gonna tell you particularly what I'm gonna do. Um, it's gonna be um about the the psalm where he just says he's close to the brokenhearted, because there are a lot of people experiencing heartbreak right now, right? um And just need to know that God will be there, right? I'm not going to get into it. That's going to be a, a emotion devotion. So I thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for those the replay. Thank you, my podcast listeners, for listening in and tuning again in again. One. Um, tuning in again (laughs) look i'm tired when i tell you i'm tired i'm tired so i thank you guys and i will see you at another day at another time you know monday i'm trying to be consistent i got things to talk about y'all so i just wanted to get on here and discuss that really quick but again stay tuned for you know like i said i'm working i'm trying to get the you know I got poems written, the courage to, you know, even recite poems on here for you guys. Because I know poetry, heal, there's healing in poetry. So I'm just going to one day, you know, I might pop on here and read a poem. So, <laughs> So thank you guys for tuning in. See you guys. Have a good night.